Hey everyone, Shea Kule here, and today on Wanna Be On Top, we are acting up. My girl Monet Change as we dive into the acting challenge. We get into the drama at home, the drama at class, and the drama on set. Don't go shaking your body too far. We are really feeling the groove of Miss Tyra Banks today, so stay tuned. Forever. Are top model fans born or made? Hi, I'm Shay Kule, and welcome to Wanna Be On Top, a podcast where I explore the cultural phenomenon that launched a thousand smizes. As always, I'm joined by insatiable power bottom and top model expert Maxwell Esposito. Hey, babe, how's it going? Hi, Shay. Things are going well. It was so fun to talk to your daughter, Bambi, last week and talk about all the drama and all the some of the photo shoots we got to see in cycle two and how iconic they were. Um, Today, I'm really excited, too, because we are going to go over some more iconic top model things. We're going to go over the acting challenge and we are going to go over a major life event, which is Tyra Banks's music video for Shake Your Body. I mean, honestly, justice for Shake Your Body. Um, I mean, you know this because you were you were there. I actually, you know, did perform this as a lip sync number uh, back in the day. And look, I cleaned up. So if y'all girls want to throw on a brassy red wig and go shake it to this song, you can really get some dollars, you know, for all the top model fans out there. So it's true. <laughs> I remember throwing my dollar from the back of the the stage. I was like, "Yes, Tyra Banks, justice." <laughs> Look, these episodes are great because, look, I mean, we really start to get, this is the first, like, acting challenge that we get. You know, in season one, we got the uh, Colored Contacts commercial, which was kind of their introduction with, like, just working with lines. But now here we are with this this acting, with that acting challenge and I'm just excited about it. So we have a lot to talk about today. So let's get this party started. Without further ado, I want to welcome a very special guest here today from her hit podcast, Sibling Rivalry, winner of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 4, my sister, Monet Exchange. What's up, yes! girl? Hey, y'all. Okay, I am Hi. so happy y'all are having me on the podcast. I'm so excited. I love Top Model. I'm very jazzed up. You know, it's just like Top Model really was, in so many ways, the precursor for shows like Drag Race. So it's just all like, you know, where uh, we, we were talking to Oliver Twist, and he was just all like, girl, this was giving us the faggotry and the pageantry. And I was like, you are right. Oh my god, for sure, for sure. And like allegedly this like alleged beef slash feud that Tyra had with RuPaul because allegedly RuPaul stole the concept of drag race from there are so many stories in Hollywood apparently how Tyra and Ru have all this beef. And I'm like, ooh, juicy. Top model facts. Top model facts. Baby girl, look, I had I'm no gonna idea. Have me either. So now I'm about to, you know, do my top mm-hmm. model fan moment and go get my research and figure that out. I mean, <laughs> I mean they're obviously very similar so 
It could be very, very true. I'm trying to get. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I want to know this too as well. <laughs> and and also that that goes to show you that Monet is really a top model fan. You know, it's the true top model fans that always be having that scalding hot tea, and that's what we love about this Girl. show. Because it's always a learning experience. You know, there's always a little something that people bring to the table, and it's great because like I like to eat and I like to try different things. So you know, as long as you feed it me, I'm here for it. <laughs> well, you know, last uh, the fall, fall 2019, for some reason, well, oh, I had just gotten a Hulu uh, subscription. Everybody's talking about Hulu. I'm like, girl, I don't even know Hulu. I already have Netflix, all the things. And I got Hulu, and I realized that every season of Top Model was on Hulu. I was like, oh, because I, it's it, back in the day, I stopped watching like after season seven, eight, something like that. I like fell off. Uh-huh. And then I was like, mm-hmm. I went back and I watched the whole thing from season one. So I think they have 22 <laughs> on Hulu and I watched the entire thing. And I was like, yeah. this is insane. I was obsessed. <laughs> yeah. So when did you, uh, so when did you start watching America's Next Top Model? I, I started watching season three. No, no, no. I, I started watching oh. midway since um, in, in season two. Because being like a little gay boy, like I, I would see the commercial mm-hmm. for it on UPN 9 in New York City. And yes. I was like, I can't <laughs> you remember you be a dog girl and I was like I this looks amazing but I can't like this is like everyone will know I can't <laughs> that I like the show so I didn't want to watch it but then when season three came along I was like I'm just gonna watch it it comes on at like nine o'clock when my mom is watching Survivor so I was like I'll be fine uh-huh. and then that's when I fell in love with it oh yeah girl so you know, like I, I was just like why I, it's so funny because um uh we had nights where we like for our family, like in the family room, the TV, like we would have like nights in which we like we were allowed to be like, okay, I want to watch my programs. And so luckily mine lined up with America's Next Top Model. So the whole family was watching America's Next Top Model. That's what I was like. We are watching this reality television show. We're gonna watch these girls become models. We're gonna watch Tyra Banks shake her body. Um of all- <laughs> <laughs> She's so uh, look, Lord. I, I'm just. I'm really sad though that we never got a follow up single. You know, just to like let us know. You know, just like look, Tyra, Tyra. Look, if you're listening to this, I know it's been like damn near 20 years. But if you want <laughs> to do a follow up single to shake, I really feel like this. This is like the time. You know, to do it. You could plug Smize Cream in there, you know. You could plug yes. Hot Lidum oh. in there, girl. There are so many things you could do, Tyra. Hot Lidum. Well, when, Smi- when Tyra came out with Smize Cream, I'm like, I don't know about the branding of this. When I think Smize Cream, I don't think Edible Girl. And it's like, she's trying to sell ice cream. I'm like, no. I was definitely confused when I heard that. <laughs> it was for your, it was something you ate, not for yeah. your face. Because I feel yeah. like right yeah, now for, sure. for celebrities, and especially like Tyra, who's like a retired model, typically like branding wise, a smart thing to do is do some type of like beauty or skincare. So when she said some ice cream, I was like, oh, it's yeah. an eye cream, of course. And then when I found out yeah. it was ice cream, I was just all like, well, I didn't see that coming. And that is very Tyra of you. Thanks for the surprise. <laughs> Girl, Tyra. Well, you know, like really, literally at the top of the pandemic. So, so this was back when um, Exchange Rate, my, my my talk show was still in studio. And uh-huh. girl, I was on Work the World Asia Australia, and the producer, and I was off for like four weeks. The producer was like, "Hey, when are you coming back?" Tyra Banks is launching her new model land, and she wants to be a guest on Exchange Rate. I was like, "Bitch, I will fucking fly back <laughs> yeah. from wherever I am to make yes. it happen." 
And then stuff was going on with the pandemic, and it didn't end up panning out. But if I had Tyra Banks as a guest, I would have Baby. fucking lost my mind. Tyra Banks, if you're listening. <laughs> Monet Exchange, you know, she could do an interview via Zoom, you know, just like let her know what's tea, you know, what's going on in Model Land. Like, let's get it going. Model Land. Oliver yeah. told us that she did an interview with him just over FaceTime. So I mean, yeah, Tyra she just FaceTimed him. Yeah, you know, Tyra, she's really out here just like reaching out to the girls. Yes, she's like, she is. know. She's just like, look, I'm not like these other models. I'm a cool model. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And I also, I, I, I didn't realize that when I, I, I guess this wasn't so taboo, but seeing Tyra rock like her natural cornrows in this episode, I was like, mm. come on, Tyra, show these judges that you are a black woman. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I remember seeing that too, you know, when this was airing for the first time and Tyra coming out in her cornrows and me just being like, okay. I was like, Tyra looks like right? she ran track. <laughs> you know, like, cause that's the girls. That's the hair. That's the hairstyle girl. for the girls that run track. <laughs> I was like, that's my girl. I love Tyra. I was just like, she looks like she would whip some for ass sure. for me in high school. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. A question: Do you, of all the girls in cycle two, do you have any that are your favorites? Oh, but definitely Mercedes was my favorite. She was my favorite to win. I like love, love, love Mercedes, especially when she came out with that story about lupus, because I had a, a cousin that had lupus as well. So I was like, oh my God, I love this this woman of color. I don't know what color she is, but I know she's a woman of color. Yeah. And like <laughs> <laughs> We were having that conversation uh with, with Oliver Twix, I believe. And we somehow her cultural background came out like Somebody said she's black, and we were like, is she? Is she? Right. And then we were right. like, what? You know, we love a racially ambiguous girl because yes. everybody can identify you with you. For sure. <laughs> For sure. And then, and you know what, since I, I, I talk about this before and other stuff, but since I was a kid, like in my household, no matter when you see the contestants, whether it's Supermarket Sweet, Jeopardy, whatever, you all. Is a root for the black lady. If it's not yeah. a black lady, then we rooted for the black man. If it yeah. wasn't a black man, then you rooted for the gay guy. And I mean, it was right. always like that in my house. I was rooting for Camille and Mercedes, hands down. Absolutely, because you're like, I'm always just going to root for whoever's black, brown, female, whatever. <laughs> you're, you're, we're for basically sure. like, we're like, not the white people. <laughs> Except for Shandy at Walgreens. Except for Shandy Look, at Walgreens. Shandy, yes. Shandy's Except invited to the cookout Shandy. because Shandy is a real one. Oh, Shandy's for sure. a real one. And she's totally invited to the cookout. Anytime you want to come, come fix yourself a plate, Shandy. Oh, for right. sure. For sure. She told us that she was the only one in the house that was excited to see old. Uh, didn't they see Old Dirty Bastard? Wasn't that who yeah, they went? And yeah, saw? they went like, ODB yes. because she was a raver girl. She liked to go out. She, Shandy's like, I like to party. And she was the only one because it was like on that on that uh, date or whatever. It was it was her, mm-hmm. um, April, and who else? And Mercedes? No. Was it Sarah? I think yeah. it was Sarah. I think it was yeah. Sarah, yeah, yeah. But no, you know, and then Shandy getting all cuddled up. She's she look, she, she look. I know. Shandy about that life. <laughs> <laughs> Shandy does know how to party. Yes, because also when she was dancing, Shandy, Shandy little stuff was she was moving them hips, girl. I said, Oh, okay, Michelle. Yes. Okay, right. Shandy mm-hmm. was throwing that little hair around. She had her little mo- especially because they were doing the choreo and Homeboy was not ready for, for Shandy to bust it out. The girl see, 
what I love about Shandy is she is one of those like sleeper slay kind of contestants where people just don't be wanting to pay her too much yes. attention. But Shandy's like, just when you think, I got something for your ass. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. And it's honestly, but honestly, watching this season, I remember how much I was not a fan of Katie because she was so whiny. And I feel like she was one of the first people to ever like be so dramatic about her makeover because uh-huh. when, when they cut her hair short, she like lost her mind. I was like, she, girl, yes. it's hair. Sobbing. Um, it grows back. From her soul, like trembling, yeah. sobbing. Like they literally took a piece of her soul from her. And it was so funny because, you know, of course, they, it set it up for that perfect reality television, especially America's Next Top Model um, moment because she just like, you guys can do whatever and I will not care. And all they did was give her a sheet <laughs> pixie cut and she lost it. Lost it. Lost her mind, girl. Um, do you that. have any? Do you have mm-hmm. any moments from Cycle Two that really, really stand out to you? That are like they'll just live rent free in your I, mind. Rent free, definitely. Um, uh, 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 Camille, um, this is bitch. I have it in like two. I have it in two drag numbers. This is my signature walk. That's, that that's gonna make me famous. Like it is <laughs> iconic. I mean. They did put it up on quotes in, like, the the girl's house uh, uh, in, like, later seasons, that quote, this is my signature walk, and it's going to make me famous. And you know what? We still still talk about that today, Camille. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. And, you know, when I I rewatch all these seasons, I found myself throughout the episodes going and seeing, like, what they're doing now. Like, I would, like, Google, like... uh, um, can't, uh, uh, Shandy season two Instagram and so they're doing now. A lot of them don't even fuck with modeling anymore. They're like doing regular shit. They like fuck that. Yeah, because um, we had a conversation with Shandy, and she was saying that um, she went out to agencies and they all of them because it was just so different back then. They were like, um, just stick to reality television. And that was it. They Word. were interested. They knew who she was. How is it that she walks in? They already know who you are. It's like, you watched the show that I was on, bitch, but you don't want to sign me? Okay. okay. Gag. Gag. But you know what? Back then, they didn't They didn't understand the currency of reality TV. And obviously, it's such a different thing now. Um, but back then, it wasn't like, it wasn't, it wasn't exchangeable for money. Yeah. 100%. Because I was just like, you know, you have people coming up through reality TV now and becoming supermodels. You know, it's like quite the opposite. So it's, oh, yeah. it's just so nuts to see uh, these girls go through this experience. Yeah, you know, have some when you think about like especially girls that make it to the end, and I'm and I'm thinking too about like this season, like season two, what Shandy's book looked like from like yes. all of the iconic photo shoots. Okay, some girl, you cannot tell me some girl that you haven't even signed yet is coming into your agency with a book with photos in Milan and 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 dangling girl, over the sunglasses, over. the sunglasses, the afro, that blonde afro bitch, that couture pose. Girl, like come on. You cannot tell me. You cannot tell me that any of the other girls that were trying to come in there and get signed to your agency were coming in with a book stacked like that. You know, not a single one. But she didn't come even in with a book stacked like that. They don't get those pictures. Uh, I totally forgot us. about that. I totally forgot. Oh wait, that. what? They don't yes, get to keep the book. they do not. They don't get to take that. the book home. <laughs> that is not a parting gift of the show. <laughs> I forgot about Tyra that. Tyra could spend that th- that that seven dollars they spent on each of those staples. I'd be like, Tyra, I will Venmo you for your seven dollars. Give me my fucking book. Why'd you do that, Tyra? 
Please. That is so shady. Oh, that's so shady. That's so shady. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And then when we get back, we are going to talk about the acting challenge of Cycle 2. We'll be right back. Right, we are back with my sis Monet Exchange, and we are going to whoop, ex- whoop, 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 whoop. we are going to discuss the acting challenge and and all of the hilarity that ensued from it on Cycle Two. So, okay, <laughs> the acting challenge episode for Cycle Two has brought on an interesting mix of drama. Maxwell, can you please remind us all of what happened that morning before they take their acting class? So the girls actually do a black and white photo shoot. They do their, uh, they always do their beauty shots, black and white beauty shots. And this morning, Camille woke up and she is having an allergic reaction and her lips have swollen up. And of course, we know that not a lot of the girls are friends with Camille, so they don't really seem to care. But they go off to this beauty photo shoot. She survives the photo shoot and then they complete the photo shoot and are rushed over to Kyle Hagler from IMG Models. And he tells them that, uh, being versatile in a modeling world is very important and they need to uh, go to acting lessons and um, they get classes from Tyra's best friend. <laughs> now, I really want to talk Tasha's about man. and focus on Camille right now because she is carrying this episode. Okay, so because instead of going <laughs> straight to the acting lesson, Camille goes to the doctor to get her lips checked and while the other girls get a lesson from actress and coach Tasha Smith, Tasha has the girls look at a blank piece of paper and pretend it's a Dear John letter from someone they have been rejected by. And the girls, they all start crying. They all get so emotional. And then Camille walks in in the middle of the lesson and is just straight up shook by all these girls crying. Monet, honestly, like, if you were Camille... And you walked in there, like, what would be going through your mind? Because, like, these girls had snot running down their nose. It was... Girl. They were, they were, like, ugly crying. Like, drooling. Yes. Snot. Like, it was, like, ugly crying. I would have been like, girl, what is going on? But at the same time, I would feel uncomfortable. Because when I'm in a situation when someone is, like, ugly, like, deep crying... I feel so, even if that person is like a, really close to me, I feel so uncomfortable because yeah. in those situations, you don't, you, you don't want to say the wrong thing and then you're like trying to fight in your brain the right thing to say, but you also don't, don't, don't want to say some <laughs> corny shit like everything happens for a reason. It's like, no, bitch, I want like not a corny aunt. So I wouldn't know what to do. I would just sit there <laughs> quietly, which I, I admire what, what Camille did. This girl, <laughs> she probably had an allergic reaction to the fucking pickles and ketchup she had last night. Her mouth is huge. <laughs> They left her to her own devices to run around New York City to try to find a CVS for some Benadryl. So she's like sweating. She's out of breath. She's like, what do I... And now she just thrust into this awkward situation. I think Camille handled herself very well. Thank you. Because it really... Okay, because have you ever uh, been in an acting class where you had to do like a really extreme uh, exercise like this? Okay, Mm -hmm. so it's like for anybody who hasn't, it, it, it is a process to work up to that, you know? And mm-hmm. so it's just like everyone in the class kind of takes that journey together. To throw somebody in the middle of that 
is just like, it's like, how do you catch up with everybody? Because they're already yeah. on this emotional journey and you're coming in just trying to figure out what the hell is going on, you know? The story producers knew exactly what they were doing. They're like, <laughs> they're like Camille's going to be the goat of this episode and we're going to drag her through this entire thing. They knew, they knew what they were doing. I feel... I, Obviously, now we have both experienced reality TV. Yes. Mm-hmm. We know how things work. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I feel so bad for this girl. <laughs> she is on the brink of death with this allergic reaction. And she, they're <laughs> really trying it with her. So, like, what's going on? When she came in, it felt, it felt, it felt very, it felt very um, Little Women LA. She was like, hey. <laughs> hey how y'all doing? Uh, how y'all doing? <laughs> because honestly like right after she gets settled in after this awkward moment they all get paired up and then they're supposed to act like they're addressing the person their dear john letters are about and all the girls they Mm -hmm. continue to break down and cry and camille and yolanda of course are paired together as the last two models left and when they're doing the, the challenge camille just doesn't give in and Miss Tasha it begins reading her for not trying hard enough, and Camille is rolling her eyes and her over it. And she really just like wants this exercise to be like done. And, and honestly, originally, like younger, I didn't get it. But then I, I remember like Tasha like probing her and like asking her, and Camille is basically like, look. Um, this is just how I am. Um, I'm from the West Indies and these are how, this is how women are. We're, we're strong. We say what we, we want and we're, we're matter of fact and that's it. Mm -hmm. I don't really spend a lot of time with these about, and they didn't want, they weren't accepting that from Camille. Like, how would you be reacting if you were in Camille's shoes? Well, it was, that was the gaggy part because I am with Sydney and so like, I know like that, that is just how, like, I have honestly, I have seldom seen my mom cry. I Mm -hmm. I never saw my dad, like, that's just not like a part of the culture. And, but, but me, but I think the other girls like going through it, right? Like Sarah is like, I hate my father. April is like, my last, my last relationship with my boyfriend almost ended me. Camille is like, mom, I love you. You're dope. Like, it it was, (laughs) it was just so, it wasn't her fault. So, and (laughs) She didn't give a shout out to her mom. She's like, you. <laughs> That's why. And Tasha's like, no, right? Tasha's like, no, no. And Camille's like, girl, I'm trying. I was like, Tasha, you're not playing your character from Why Did I Get Married too. You were playing you. Yeah. She was playing herself in that movie, just mean. I was like, God, <laughs> Camille yes. was like, people are different, Tasha. Like. People are different. (laughs) Honestly, and it's like everybody processes things differently. And so, and it's like, if you are not someone who naturally is a crier, being able to just access those emotions doesn't come easily. And I bet you, I bet you, Katie definitely is one of those people that cries and looks in the mirror. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You know she wants to. She's like, look at how upset I look right now. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl Katie, K- Katie has cried eighteen times already this season. This isn't hard for her. She, yeah. she, she, she probably thought about what she, she, she probably, probably thinking about the fucking oatmeal she had. She was like, Bitch, why was I about to say the oatmeal? Wow. Honestly, I was at Starbucks yesterday, and I was like, let me get some oatmeal for breakfast, and it was really. It was bad. And all I kept thinking about was her just being like, ew, oh, it's so, so bad. And like me forcing myself to eat it just so that I wouldn't feel like Katie complaining, you know? 
And then Sarah comes up behind her and she goes, that's good. Yeah, that's good. She's like, let me take Sarah. She's like, girl, it's fine. Also, can we also acknowledge the whole pre-COVID of it all when Sarah literally goes and takes the spoon <laughs> that Katie was just tonguing, tonguing down? She's like, mm. I was like, girl, not today. Oh, man. Remember those days? Y'all, you could just run around and you could eat your friend's oatmeal out the same bowl, out the same spoon. Mm. Iconic times. Iconic times. Girl. Oh, yeah. my goodness. But while we're speaking of iconic behavior, uh, Camille doesn't just give up, you know, at the class, you know, because before the girls leave, Tasha gives them a script. And they're supposed to act with a male actor the next day. And they mm-hmm. find out that there is a kissing scene. So mm-hmm. the girls come back to the theater where they met Tasha and have to act out the scene about a woman who's thought that she has lost her husband at war. But they actually found out that he was alive and are talking to him for the very first time. <laughs> Monet, how do you think you would do in this acting challenge? <laughs> It'll be very hard because I ain't got no damn man. I don't have one that's that left. I ain't got no one that's coming back. I don't have one that's coming tomorrow. So I would have to really pull from a facial. But no, um, I, I will say, I wish Drag Race did more like serious acting challenges like this. I was like, we get it, the slapstick, the extra over the top, but something serious like this will be such a nice change of pace for the show. Because I think something serious would actually be really funny watching oh. drag queens what? try to attempt these like deep, emo- like you know, uh-huh. it would be so cringe, and that's what it we would. would. Actually oh, I would do. love it. It would be. I was like, I don't want to do it, but I want to see other people. I want to see yes. other people cringe their way through. It. <laughs> uh, Challenge uh, producers of RuPaul's Drag Race, if you're listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> We serious need acting serious only melodrama. <laughs> we need melodrama. We need a casket. We need a Tyler Perry's um, yes. death at a funeral moment. I don't even know what, but just like bring it. I feel like we deserve it. I also loved Camille just improving the scene. <laughs> I mean, just like the line. I think the line was something like, um, um, I cried for you for six months you were gone. She was like, I've cried not one, not two, not three, <laughs> not four, not five, not seven, eight, or nine. But for six, I was like, girl, get to the what? line. Yes. <laughs> what about her list of hobbies? Didn't she say she took up like pottery? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she wanted to let him know. She's like, my, yeah. experience, my experience waiting for my dead man has not been the same as these other girls. Okay. <laughs> I was hurting and I was taking up hobbies to try and get over this shit. And I just like walk up and tell me you've been alive this whole time. Um, how do you think you would do with a with a kissing scene? Oh, girl, I would nail it. I would really get my life in that kissing scene. And that boy was cute. And he's 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 like some hot soap opera guy from. Um, season 472 uh-huh. of As the World Turns, girl. Yeah. I, I would absolutely kiss him. But he he, he reminds me of, he looks like um, a little bit like uh, uh, Kelly Ripa's husband. Like very. Oh, Mark Consuelo. Mark, Mark Consuelo, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You give me that energy, that, that, that sexiness. So I would have been very into it. What was that guy's name again? Mark Consuelo. I don't I'm going to look. Or Consuelos. No, the, the ma- actor. Oh, that in, uh, actor. Era. I don't remember. <laughs> Mark, he was a prop. Col- Mark Kohler. Mark Kohler. Mark Kohler. 
Coca-Cola. There we go. Named after the sinks. Um, <laughs> I honestly, honestly, as someone who's had to do them before, I'm really, I, I, I don't like kissing scenes. And it's funny because it's like, I'm a really um, intimate, friendly, queer person, you know, pre-COVID, you know, you see your fridge, you kiss them on the lips, everything like that. But I feel like uh-huh. the moment that it becomes performance and people are watching, I like. Mm. I'm like, yeah. so am I going to go to the yeah. left or are you going to go to the left? Am I going <laughs> to? <You know? laughs> but I got you. Out of all of the girls, who do you think did the best in this um, acting challenge? You know, they said April, but I think I mean, it's hard to judge it from watching, right? But I, I would have, for some reason, I just want to go with Shandy. I just feel like like watching her, Shandy and her conviction doing it. I was feeling, and maybe I just, I just also just really like Shandy a lot. Uh, but I was, I was team Shandy for the win. Look, honestly, I agree because I feel like sometimes it's really fun to watch someone who attack, who tackles subject matter like that in a way that just feels like really natural you know they don't yeah, lean into sure. the drama and i that's what i lived for for shandy you know i always yeah for, for sure um and what are your thoughts i mean we already talked about how uh camille did get all creative in changing the story but do you feel like she deserved to get read as fiercely as she got read by miss tasha because she said that she was boring and she called her clueless Girl, I tell you, she she was on that. Um, why did I get married? <laughs> um, I thought it was very extra, but I, 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 I and and then not only the not only Tasha reading her, but then Mark chiming into. He was like, "If you were in front of Boobity Skibbity Bop director, you would never get hired." I'm like, "Girl, well, actually, First you have to make a lot of money on soap opera, so I can't even. Oh uh, yeah, right. Even drag him. <laughs> making his coins. But, right. Go ahead, but make I your points. You. But Camille did not come in here. <laughs> Asking to be an actress, okay? She said, exactly. I want to be a model. She said, I ain't trying to learn no lines. I ain't trying to pretend exactly. like I love you. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I love and, my mama. And, and, She's and, 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 <laughs> at the end of the day, like, at, I mean, I get that improving when you're not supposed to. Yes, that's bad. We get it. A slap on the wrist. But it's better than stopping and just being like, oh, what's the line? Right. Um, line, please. At you least know? she was creative with it. <clears throat> Well, I think it would be different if she was improvising versus, like, coming in with her own script. I think she, like, improvised that before she showed up, which I think was the problem. It was like, oh, I forgot. Uh, One, two, ten days. (laughs) I do love the idea of Camille going back to the model loft, wrapping her hair up in a butterfly clip putting on some bifocals and getting out a pin and, like, just adding in her, like, little flourishes. I like that. <laughs> she's like, too. I'm gonna make this shit good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know she did that, too. For sure. Consulting the other girls. What do you think if I change this? <laughs> she ain't consulting. She ain't asking nobody because Camille's way too confident for that. That's why I'm for like, sure. like, Camille's like, I ain't gotta ask you, hoes. <laughs> she's just all like y'all wish you were as confident as me I was like we all wish we were as confident Honestly, as Camille for sure you know and I think it's weird that they shamed her for that so much because I feel like on other reality shows they're always like be more confident and she showed up with the confidence and they were like that's gross stop they, they hate confident black women in this world oh for sure <laughs> they're like you, sure. better be, you better be humble and appreciative all the right. time all right, the time. Right, and you're like, right. okay, but if you're a baddie, you're a baddie. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Like, I can't sugarcoat that for anybody. 
But yeah. we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about how these girls put up those acting skills to work in front of the camp. We'll be right back. After all those acting lessons and after all the drama, the girls are finally putting their skills up to the test in a commercial for Rolitos, which are just tubular Doritos. So it's a rolled up Dorito. Yeah. They were so weird. Do you remember those as kids? I don't remember those. No. They tasted funny. Yeah. I don't see them. Because the same year, the puffy, the 3D Doritos, I think they came out at the same time. Oh, 3D Doritos. Oh yes, Dorito. I, I, I remember them. I remember them. I remember them little 3D things. They were good. So are they well, like they puffy? They are they like right. puffy Cheetos? Like, would it be like yeah, a Dorito gonna, that's like puffy? I'm gonna drop a but hollow one. inside though. So they were like they had. Oh the yes! Yes! yes, yes, yes. No, I didn't like those. <laughs> I, I, yes. I, I, because I remember now, wow, gosh, it's honestly, I love how much this podcast will actually like revive like old memories because it's like just takes you back to those places, right? Uh huh. Um, I had had those 3D, the little puff Doritos cool ranch for lunch and had to run the mile in seventh grade and I threw them up. Oh no! And I was it just was. Say, I don't like where this is going. And it just. <laughs> oh no! I like I like I like, oh god! And something about the puffy ones too. I mean, I even still smell regular Cool Ranch Doritos, but something about that air pocket on the inside. <laughs> yeah, girl. Oh yeah, but just in case anyone's wondering now, I can run a mile without throwing up. It <laughs> took me twenty years, but I got there. <laughs> it's, also, it's also when you watch these shows like you're like like obviously this this challenge was heavily inspired by the matrix it was like full of matrix down and that's when the world was obsessed with like the slow motion and like the the whole like uh dodge uh-huh. bullet thing it was such a popular time um now monet this is an audio platform yeah. so i can't test your acrobatic skills <laughs> but i would love for to hear you read the script for this iconic commercial as if you were there. I emailed. Oh my god! Me. Wait, you guys have that? Oh, have the script? a friend oh, of yeah. ours found the transcripts of every single top model acting challenge and commercial. And yes, we could not oh, wait. Oh my god! It is I a gold mine. Got it if you can't find it. But I <laughs> have it. I have it. Michael Esposito <laughs> sent it to me, girl. Not Michael. Not well, but Michael too. <laughs> Why do you say Michael? Back, sorry, I'm like I'm I'm like nervous, so I'm trying to like I'm trying to like. No, it's totally cool. fine. Uh, we they, so they did a write up in um like oh like Oprah magazine like their little web, their website not their little that's so fucking rude. Mm-hmm. So they did that on their website, <laughs> but their blog. Thank you. <laughs> and um they credited Maxwell as Maxwell Jenkins. Why'd you do that, Tyra? And we were like, who the fuck is Maxwell Jenkins? Jenkins? <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> I, that's the blackest shit I've ever heard. My new podcast alias is Michael Jenkins. So. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, what in the she double by night are you going with the room? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody okay, just wants well, to, to identify me. 
Yes. Well, also the fact because I Shay, I say little in front of stuff too, but the fact just saying like Oprah's little show, yeah, it's so, so disrespectful. That's why I was like, let me Not catch myself. She, <laughs> I do that all the time. Okay, so I so I'm reading this 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 um yes. Rolitos commercial. Yes, as you all a top model, your best cold okay. <laughs> In the end, there only be one choice. The only choice, Uno, baby. Just one choice for America's next top model. So you got to be tough. You got to watch your back. And you got to fight like there's just one bag of Rolitos left. There'll only be one choice. Just one. But don't worry. There's plenty of Rolitos to go around. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, bravo. Liars, liars. Oh my gosh! I just, oh gosh. I just remember, uh, good old Camille. I, look, she is the MVP of like all MVPs during <laughs> this episode because because her 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 West Indian accent started coming out, and all the girls are like, "What is that?" They're like, "What is that?" And I'm just like, "I yeah, know, no, I lived." She's like, there's only one bag of Rolitos left, baby. <laughs> oh, and then she got British, too. She was just like, there's only going to be one slot for America's next top British. model. <laughs> Bless her heart. I, I said, come what, through, Naomi. What, what, <laughs> didn't Mercedes go, I'm more Cuban than her? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. 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 I remember, I remember looking Well, I was just about Mercedes to say, I was like, does that like mean? A, a husband. Oh, she does. Yeah, she does. I don't know. Yeah, she has a husband. She has a, a son. This season came out, what, 2002? So it's been like about Four. Years. 2004. Four, 2004. Yeah, it's okay. been about okay. Yeah. It's been a, a, a while, yeah. The right. girls were really living for their commercial at panel that night, too. They were, like, super impressed. They, like, cheered and screamed. Tyra gave them a standing ovation. I mean, look. Oh, Tyra, gonna... she did? Yes. They all they stood up and clapped. Look, look. Okay. It was, it's like season two. They have budget. This season. And they just threw these right. girls up Matrix style on some some wires and shit, bouncing true, around and all true. that. They're, they're, they were like, you, y'all look fierce. They're like, you did that. <laughs> well, I, I will say in the commercial, Sarah Sarah had no, she had zero, uh, com- like she she had the wide shots of her running thing, but she had no beauty shots to camera reading the lines. Not uh-uh. a single one. See, and that was know, she got the chop. They do some shady stuff. I mean, cycle one, they put Adrian saying passion in it, even though she was the only one that couldn't, couldn't say, say passion. <laughs> passion. Like, girl. why? Why'd you do that, Tyra? Because that was her There's moment. You. And they knew that that was going to be her signature line and it was going to make her famous. <laughs> Monet, who do you think would go home that night? Because I said April did great, but Camille and Katie were in the bottom. They were the weakest. He- yeah, I thought that was Camille's time. Like, the way, like, how they critiqued her for the acting challenge. And that beauty shot really got her, girl. Because also, they got her by those old school contacts that don't look real. They, the contacts really made her eyes look crazy. But had she had some mm-hmm. Desios or, like, the newer version of contacts, it would have sickening. Yeah, she was wearing those AccuView 2 color contacts. Those are almost just one for tea. Even though I had a pair too. 
but I was looking crazy too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> with these fucking yeah. trying to wear hazel contacts with orange eyes looking like a fucking jack-o'-lantern. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the contacts really did my girl Camille dirty. So because of her black and her beauty shot, because uh, Janice was also, I forgot how nuts Janice Dickinson is. She's wild. Um, <laughs> but ja- Janice critiqued Katie's, but I-, I couldn't tell if they were saying that her looking young was a bad thing or like a good thing because I, I thought in modeling, you always want to look super young. And I thought, I, 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 I quite thought Katie's beauty shot was pretty stunning. I was like, she looks great in my yeah, opinion. I, I thought I, Camille had like the weakest one. I, I wish that they may, uh, the only thing about Katie's is I wish someone had just like put a spoon in the refrigerator and just like rubbed it under her eyes just a little bit. Cause she just had these bags mm. and I know that they were supposed to be all fresh face, but I was just like, y'all still could have, you know, a little, some cold spoons, something. So like, she didn't look like she literally got yanked Shay, out of bed. Thank you for the trip. <laughs> Bitch, I'm, I'm going to start doing that, too. Wait, so you take a cold spoon and just put it under your eyes? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And you just, yeah. Oh. Cold spoons under the eyes. That will do it. And, like, here, too. Get these little nasal labial folds with their cold spoons. Oh, yes. I love Ooh. it. Ooh. Okay. Well, I came for the podcast. I'm staying for the beauty tips. <laughs> you know. Um, so, I, I yes. have to know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you. Um, of all the girls in the Rolitos commercial, who do you mm-hmm. think performed the best? Oh, I will say, I will have to give it to April. I feel like April felt really strong and they were right. Like her like close-up shots, she looks, she looks great. She looked beautiful. Her little mole was cute. And I, th- I, I think April I really love did that come with it uh, with, with his Rolitos. Yeah, she really so did. Good. She, she had, they had her in her little, you know, like raver kind of Bantu knot moment. Look, I ain't mad at her. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'll call those yeah. space buns, okay? So she had her little raver space buns. This was space buns. <laughs> and, and it was fierce. I was living yeah. for it, you know? She was really giving us her her, her whole Matrix fantasy. And I, I agree. I really do feel like um, April did the best. And the thing is, like, about April, and I feel like we're definitely starting to see it at this point, that, like, her technical skills... When it comes to modeling, are there? I still think about the underwater mm-hmm. shot of like her. She first of all, April, and some of these drag queens can learn from her. April always points her toes, and I appreciate a bitch yes. that always points her toes, no matter points what she's toe. doing. I'm like, yeah, April is Barbie yeah. foot, Barbie yeah. foot. <laughs> she's like giving it to you yeah. all the time. Yeah. I love. Also, when 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 Janice made Tyra, she was like, she like she's uh. They're, they're telling someone to like how their expression is blank, but like make it fierce. And Ty- this, these are the moments of top model that I love when Tyra just does those like, like she does that. Thing. <laughs> yeah. like, Tyra Banks is just so it's so. It, I was like, bitch, you look stunning. Both you look stunning with just a flat nothing, and when she pulls into that smiles, it's uh-huh. fierce. She's so yes. good. Oh, God, I know Tyra's smiles is so good, and how she can just turn it on. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, though. Um, at at the panel, the judges decided that it was Katie's time to go, um, which was honestly fine because I don't think that she could keep it up in the next week <laughs> because the girls would be doing Girl. Tyra Banks' first music video for her only single, <laughs> Shake Your Body. You know? <laughs> so let's talk about this music video, baby, because I've been waiting for it. Okay, so what do we think of uh, Miss Tyra Banks' musical debut? 
I think Tyra looked fierce. I think Tyra's that like ar- that orange red human hair moment, her uh-huh. doing a little like raver, white girl dancing. I think, I think <laughs> not Tyra white girl. <laughs> But it was. It was oh, it, fully. It, Tyra, it, it did Tyra, lack a little. Tyra was giving me fully the one black girl that went to the OC. You know what I mean? She's going to yes. bury that. But she looked right. I loved, I loved yeah, that like I loved little uh, intro um, choreo with like the walk and the swinging arm. Like you always yes. know someone's about to get some yes. When they walk like this, <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> watch out now. Because you're like, the next thing we're about to get is the jazz square, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm curious, yeah, um, as, as an artistic person, as someone who I know produces mm-hmm. their own content and such, visual and otherwise, what do you think was the story behind this music video? Like, like what do you feel like is the shaky body narrative? Shay, don't be getting me up here lying, girl. I, could, <laughs> I cannot tell you. I still don't. I want to say they, all these people happen to come into this underground, like, very Blade, uh, uh, the first movie, like, underground club situation, very, like, yes. wet and leathery and damp, uh-huh. like that. And they just happen to be in this place dancing, having a good time. Okay, you know what? I kind of get that. Like, it's it's basically like um, Britney Spears, like, Slave for You video, but just not. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. you know, accurate, accurate underground models. dance club, sweaty people, hot bodies. Yeah. And yeah. and then there's a runway in the middle of that. And then after the, and then after the runway, then we all shower off on that waterfall wall. <laughs> <laughs> what club was that? Shay, I want to know what club was that. Four. We can't uh... It's 2004. We can't ask too many questions, girl. No one knows. No, yeah, no. Two, we're all just living through it. 2004, the videos were less about there being a story and more just about like different locations that just looked cool. Like, I honestly, I, I, I think sure. about like um, uh, things like video, well, any like Missy Elliott video. You know, you think about like One Minute Man or, or, or yes. who else am I thinking about? Like tweet, oops, oh my, where they're in their like little frozen ass, like, you know, that, those were the times. Yeah. Those were the moments. They oh used to God, build their tweet, sets oops, and oh stuff. My, what oh a my great gosh. Song. Ooh, tell you what I did last Yeah, night. for sure. <laughs> right? Ooh, it's so good. I'm gonna listen to that after mm. this, cause now I'm like, damn, I need to talk to tweet. <laughs> Oh, that was my, and you know what? That was my shit. I like honestly, because too, like around the same time, you know, I'm like a preteen. I'm like awakening to like my sexuality. You know, I'm trying to feel all my stuff. And you know, I used to be at home watching 106 in Park, just shaking my little black ass in that living room before my parents got home to that song, doing things, (laughs) (laughs) doing moves that I do now on stage. See, but because that, that's because you were that's because you were you were you were you were you knew what your future was gonna be, so you were just training yourself. I was so that training. When the time come, you knew what moves you, you know. Right, you I was I was I was honing them them ass shaking skills because I said one day they gonna pay me to throw this ass. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, what do we think of the song? Shake your body. Is it on your gym workout playlist? 
You know, then no, but now I don't know if I like it now because of the nostalgia of it or because it's like a fear song. But I would definitely, I literally watched the episode. I downloaded it to my Apple Music, and it's probably gonna be on my on my gym playlist for like a few weeks. For some reason, yes. I just I could just run to it. She's good. I'm into it her. Is. I vividly remember being mad that it wasn't playing on the radio as a child. Like, I remember, yeah. like, being in the car with my dad, being like, Dad, why aren't they playing Tyra Banks on Kiss FM right now? <laughs> <laughs> right? And they then just it never took the off it. They just well, premiered the video. In my head, I was like, everybody everybody who's famous, just their song was supposed to go number one. On so I was like, Tyra's right. releasing right. music, so it's going to just pop off. How did it, did it chart? Did it chart well? Let's see. I, I don't think so. I was just, and I'm bummed because I was She's actually like, just looking May for it. On the Tyra song A. I was just <laughs> looking for it um, on uh, Spotify, but they only have um, Life Size um, Be a Star, which is still a bop. I mean, I can fuck that up at the gym when I'm doing my stretches, you know. Oh, shine for sure. Bright, shine far, don't be shy. Be a star. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but I, you know, Honestly, why do we feel like Tyra's music career didn't take off? And also, why? what do you think was her deal with her emotional breakdown during panel when she was, uh, you know, um, getting ready to eliminate one of our girls? I don't know. I feel like uh, this is season two. I think Tyra was like, we're trying to get green up for season three. Mm-hmm. I need to bring the drama. Mm-hmm. I needed to. I need to bring the extra. I need people to tune in. And I mean, it works, girl. It works for uh, 20, 22 more seasons. Or yeah, many more. You know. So I feel like it was that. I feel like it was that. Like uh-huh. we need to. I need to like um, pump it up a little bit. Right, because she was just so like. I I still remember that moment with that little the little piano. The do 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 do. Tyra being like, and how. Am I supposed to send somebody home when I'm going out there doing something where people are going to judge me? <laughs> and I just want to thank you for being part of my dream. Sarah, go home. <laughs> she said, sashay away. That being said, though, I think that Sarah had her time. And I, Sarah was great, but... Uh-huh. The other girls just—I mean, Shanti, Yoana, Mercedes—they just—they obviously those th- those three feel so high fashion. So like, I completely get it. Like, yeah. why those two? You know. What, um, you know? Also, I just want to say that Tyra's makeup, her whole glam at this at this elimination. Um, Jay Manuel beat that face like a badass kid at the grocery store acting up with their black mama. Like that oh, face. Oh, Jay, Jay used to do Tyra's makeup? Yes, yes, oh, yes, I didn't know that. yes. And it so worked. I just like, every time I watch that episode, her little itty bitty little bottom lashes, all of that. Like, Jay Manuel, if you're listening to this, you did that. And I love yes. the two, the two little baby, the little, little, little. Look, that's just, yes. that was just very 2004. Just oh, like hot, sure. hot girl summer realness. Like that was it. That was it. <laughs> yeah, Tyra's boobies yeah. look so good in that dress too. Everything. Tyra looked so fierce in that elimination. I just like, ooh. It, it like rent free lives in my mind rent free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jay Jay used to turn Tyra. I, I, I didn't realize that Jay did her makeup. I did not realize uh-huh. that. Yeah, he was her makeup Whoa. artist. Yes. Whoa. And he and he laid down her lace too. Did he really? 
No, that's a lie. <laughs> oh my god, I was like, girl. <laughs> I hate you. I was about to be so. I know. I just be out here on the internet lying. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Jay could do work. He but because but there were also some episodes when he came in drag too. Yes, Uh, if he could lace, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. (laughs) So look, after all it was said and done, it was our girl Sarah who unfortunately was eliminated, and only five girls now remain. Who will be eliminated next? Well, Monet. Thank you so much for joining us today. Did you have a good time? I did. This is, I love Top Model, and I can talk about it literally all day. This is such a <laughs> thank you for having me. Yes, thank you so much. And tell everybody uh, where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, um, at Monet Exchange, on TikTok. Although I don't really, be, I don't be Tiki talking. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep up. It's just too much. It's a lot and- of editing. <laughs> Right. And I don't have the attention span for it because you got to go record and remember. It's too much. So Instagram, Twitter. And um, I have a podcast about the drag queen called Sibling Rivalry and um, Ebony and Irony podcast with Lady Bunny where it's just, it's honestly a really fun dichotomy between just like old school things yes. and like the new school way of stuff. And there's some really fun conversations arise. So I, And I love out. Lady Bunny. She's amazing. And everybody, make sure you check Girl. that out. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And if you have any Top Model facts, questions for me, Maxwell, our guest, or you just want to say hi, you can send us an email to beontoppod at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe to Want to Be On Top wherever you listen and make sure to rate and review the show. It helps us grow. I'm Shay Coulet. And I'm Maxwell Esposito. And as always, the question remains, want to be be on on top? top? Want to Be On Top is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model or any other show's creators, producers, or distributors. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. To listen to Wanna Be On Top? ad-free and Monday early. Sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Make sure to follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcasts on social and rate and review Wanna Be On Top? Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes, bitch, I said five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wanna be on top? It's produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Shea Coulee. Produced by Maxwell Esposito. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Big Dipper, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.